0: Hi, guys. Michael here. Do you want a second opinion on your SEO? Head to theseoshow.co and hit the link in the header. We'll take a look under the hood at your SEO, your competitors, and your market, and tell you how you can improve. All right. Let's get into the show.
1: It's time for the SEO Show, where a couple of
0: nerds talk search engine optimization so you can learn to compete in Google and grow your business online. Now, here's your hosts, Michael and Arthur. Hello and welcome to episode 49 of the SEO show. I am Michael Coston and I'm joined by Arthur Fabic. Good afternoon. How are you going? Did you know that it was 49?
1: Where, yeah, no I didn't. Well actually I did, I was looking at the run sheet before so it's yeah. got 49 in the top left corner. It does? Half a century almost.
0: I know, maybe we should do something special for the big 5 next week.
1: What are you thinking? No cake, maybe those
0: little party things that you know where you go, blow them. Parties, what do you call them? Party poppers? No. That's what I was going to say, but no, must have another name. You know what? Who cares? It's just uh, another episode of the show.
1: Well, if we're going to do that, we we'll probably need to record it so that people can like, actually see what we're doing.
0: Yeah, the, the high
1: excitement. Maybe, we'll, maybe we will record next week. Okay. If it's our 50th episode, we'll make it special.
0: Okay. Maybe we can wear a little party hat. We
1: can. I'd
0: love to see you in a little party hat. <laughs> Done. Deal. Look, Look have you, um, out of interest, survived the helpful content update? Have I? Yes, personally. Have you come through unscathed? Well, I'm here, aren't I? You've made it? (laughs) Yeah. You've crawled in off your
1: deathbed? Yeah, look, to be honest, I still haven't noticed anything really. No. Have you? Nothing. No. I've been keeping a very close eye on on my clients Mm. specifically, and I have not noticed a single thing, which goes to show maybe we've done a very good job and we have nothing to worry about.
0: Yeah. Well, look, um, I'm going to say yes to that, but I'm also going to say Maybe it hasn't finished rolling out properly. Who knows? But from all like sort of uh, investigations and um, from everything we can see, it's been a bit of a nothing burger so far.
1: Yeah, they said a week, mm. two weeks ago. Mm. When was yeah? It was about two weeks ago when we recorded. Mm. Yeah.
0: So there has been um, like a little bit of volatility a few days ago. I think it was now losing track of time, but um, not not major. Like all the signs are pointing to. Before the update happened. So, watch this space. We'll see what happens. Touchwood. Touchwood. We're not here actually to talk about that today. We're here to talk about things we've stolen from social media. <laughs> this, as you remember, it was remember last time we did this, a Twitter thread. Yeah. And we said we could make it into a segment.
1: Well, I was wondering where you're going to go there because there's no title for this episode. So,
0: it's called Stolen from Social.
1: Stolen from Social.
0: It's the next episode in the series. And I said I was going to make an intro. Last time.
1: Is this why you want me to wear headphones? Put your headphones on.
0: Arthur can hear this intro music that I've been slaving away on.
1: All right, let's hear it.
0: By slaving, I mean I made it in about two minutes. You ready? Hit play. Okay, this week's episode of...
1: Stolen. Stolen. Stolen Stolen. from social.
0: Stolen. (laughs) What do you reckon?
1: (laughs) (gasps) It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be.
0: No, good. That's good. Okay, well, we have a segment and we have some music for it. And basically, the segment is us going onto Twitter, Reddit, places across the web, and thieving ideas for our own show. And this week, we have five ideas that we've stolen from social. The first one ties into what we were just talking about with the helpful content update. And it is a tweet that AJ from Blind Five Year Old shared on Twitter. Mm. And he said, If you've ever searched for the next season of a show you're watching, you should understand the target of the helpful content update. Hashtag unhelpful content. Hashtag Google.
1: Hashtag SEO, you forgot that one.
0: Yeah, well, that's implied. <laughs> so, um, you know what? I thought, not a bad idea. I'm going to go and search for the next season of a show that I've been watching lately, which was Blackbird. Have you seen Blackbird? I have not. Pretty good.
1: You know that there's a lot of shows that I haven't watched.
0: Yes, yeah, normally safe to assume you haven't seen any yes. of these good shows, Just it?
1: assume I haven't watched it yet.
0: All right, well, anyway, Blackbird was a cool show, but it is a once-and-done type series in that, like, the, the whole storyline played out across six episodes. Wham-bam. Thank you, ma'am. Mm. show's over. So it's probably not coming back for Season 2, or if it did, it would be a totally different storyline, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, I went and searched Blackbird Season 2. You can see the first page is all these random sites like Web News Observer and Hidden Remote and Ready Steady Cut and Amazer Feed. And if you click into any of them, it's basically very template templated article. So you jump in and it has articles talking about Blackburn. It's like what the show is and what it's based on and how many episodes there are and mm. what it's on. And you have to scroll and scroll and scroll before you get down to them saying, oh, we don't know.
1: Yes. So this has happened to me many times. Whenever I'm looking to see when uh, a new season is dropping, like a release date, mm-hmm. I get sucked into these websites and they don't, Actually, have the answer. They have all this bullshit content. Yep, and you are just left scratching your head, thinking, "What the? F- yeah, I can't swear on this, can I?" Well, you already did. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what I saw? Also, actually, totally
0: random. Google Podcasts. If you click into our show, it says
1: um, explicit. Yeah, or maybe we should start swearing then. If we're already <laughs> no, but like, and then
0: I was going and checking a whole bunch of other shows I listen to, and they're all having the same thing, even though they're not explicit anyway. You're flirting with danger there. Google's already watching us. I'll
1: be careful. But yeah. I know. I've, it's just I've, nonsense you've got to yeah, read. I've been a victim of that many times. Yep. And another one that you mentioned as well is um, recipes, recipe mm. sites. Yep. When you're going to find a recipe for shepherd's pie, before you actually get to the actual recipe, you have to scroll through what feels like an eternity of just- What, what is a shepherd? What is pie? Oh, just the Combine most, it together. Just the most random stuff and it's just fluff. Yeah. It's just fluff. Mm-hmm.
0: So- um. It was a very interesting tweet because I totally agree with that. These articles are painful. The helpful content update so far has seemingly not done much to... It
1: hasn't lived up to its name.
0: ...to address it. Yeah. This content's not helpful. It exists just to get traffic through to these sites so that they can collect ad revenue. But joke's on them. I have you Block Origin running, so they're not getting any ad revenue.
1: Mm, so do I. Not on my work computer, but. On my yeah. personal computer. I turn it on and off. I need to see ads. <laughs>
0: All right, let's move on to the next one because I thought this was an interesting topic as a general premise. This one's stolen from Reddit and the name of the thread is DA isn't real and it is uh, use user mighty before God. Post this.
1: You skipped one though. You've got me a little bit confused.
0: No, haven't skipped one.
1: Oh, you've doubled up. It's Ignore spe-
0: me. Speed up. Speed up. Come on. You're in the right spot.
1: Yeah. Okay. You've made a mistake here. I'll show you later. i anyway.
0: Okay. <laughs> I doubt it. So I don't make mistakes. Let's move on. <laughs> DA isn't real. Yes. User Mighty Before God have said, I've seen several people post concerned with their DA lately. For those, those of you that don't know or were taught that DA is important, it isn't. Mm-hmm. It isn't a real metric. It is made up third-party metric, and Google doesn't use it or care about it. A high DA doesn't equate to good rankings, and a low DA isn't the reason you are ranking. Well, I
1: won't read the rest of it. I but. was going to say just because it's a third party metric doesn't mean it's not real. It's still a real metric. This is true. It's just not the metric that Google looks at because we don't know. Yeah. Well, we know we have an idea of what Google looks at, but it's not something that's, I guess, quantifiable in a metric. Mm. So, mm. yeah.
0: I get the general premise of what they're saying. Like, if someone's obsessed with DA and thinking that you're going you know going from DA 11 to 12 means they're going to outrank everyone that's DA 11, mm-hmm. sure, that doesn't make sense because DA is a third party tools metric. Yeah. It's oh. a
1: unit of measurement that you can compare domains against one another.
0: Yeah. It's like a barometer. It's yeah. like helps you quickly weigh up, you know, like as someone says here, they said, you know, if I see a site that's DA 50, Versus one, that's DA10. As a linking partner, I'm probably going to be focusing my efforts on the da fifty one because all around it's going to be a stronger site. For sure. Yeah. Um, someone, the, f- the most upvoted post on this one says, the second someone mentions DA, we all know they're brand new to SEO and have zero clue what they're doing.
1: Well, I get it because I we talk about domain rating, DR. Mm-hmm. Mm. Same thing, same sort of metric. Same, same sort of metric, but I never look at Moz. Mm. DA is a Moz metric, whereas I feel – Real SEOs they look at our hrefs.
0: Okay, but that's, I guess what this person's saying is that if if you think one of these metrics is important, you have zero clue what you're doing, which I think's unfair. It is unfair. Plenty of SEOs know exactly what DA and DR is and where it actually sits in the mix. Definitely. Um, and really, it's just a as someone in here says, it's a shorthand for domain trust and authority, which are things that search engines consider when evaluating a site's quality. So mm-hmm. it's not a silver bullet that would get you ranked, no. but it isn't something that should elicit scorn.
1: Exactly. Which
0: I agree with. Yes. So um, yeah, this thread was full of people hating on DA, but we think it's a pretty useful.
1: It's useful for us, for clients to show how our link building is improving the authority of their site. Mm. So without, like, without DA or DR or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. there's no unit of measure for us to be able to demonstrate that. But because of Ahrefs and Moz have created this, this metric, we can actually show them the effects of our link building, so it is super useful for SEOs.
0: Yes, because we actually have a question coming up that deals with the topic of um, convincing a client that SEO is more than a one-time thing, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a sec. But DA and DR for clients, it's it's easy to understand, which is yeah, which is a good thing. Like because this SEO world, the old cliche of it depends, and you know, like it could be this long, but it might be longer, and nobody really knows how Google works and stuff. That's a bit of a murky world to navigate, but by using things like DR and DA and TrustFlow and trying to explain things, and as long as you explain what they are and how they work and how it's not Google, but it it is a bit of a barometer, it is a useful tool, not just for assessing things, you know, in your own work, but for explaining things to clients. Mm -hmm. So, DA is real. We're going to argue with that, that topic of that thread. All right, let's move on to the next one. This is a bit of a fun one that we have stolen again from Reddit. The general premise is that someone just got hired to fix an SEO nightmare and then they asked what are the worst nightmares that you've seen in the SEO world. So Mm. Arthur's got some here that he wants to talk about from um, his recent experience. I'm going to give an example of what someone posted in the thread to uh, kick things off. Sure. So the thing before sunset their SEO nightmare was 404s everywhere. Yeah, that's not great. No homepage rewrites. So the homepage loaded in HTTP, HTTPS, with the www, without the www, site.index, site.index, PHP, site.html, etc. all loaded. So what I'm saying here is basically you could access the homepage like one of 15 different ways, and all of them were able to be crawled and indexed by Google. Mm. That's not cool. It's
1: not a nightmare, though.
0: A bit of a nightmare. I'd, I'd say that's a nightmare. It's easy to fix. Yeah. But
1: to me, nightmare is yeah. We'll, I'll we'll you get to yours. Yeah. And you
0: can have your rant in a minute. That's
1: not a rant. It's just constructive
0: feedback, feedback. in the form of a rant. one-person <laughs> ranting. Um, no redirect from .com slash or .com. So every page loaded with the trailing slash and without. Some of the, these are things I remember when I first got into SEO, like trailing slash and without, and making sure that there's one version of the homepage.
1: Well, CMS has handled most of that.
0: Yeah, they do handle most of it. Ah, so, no canonicals. 75% of the blog was plagiarized. The nav links were set up to go from the navigation into search results. Um, and they had a 35 megabyte video embedded on the homepage that was hosted on the site. That ain't good. That's no. not good for your bandwidth or page load speed. So, no, that's a good one.
1: I'll still argue that those are nightmares because they're very, a lot of them are quite easy to fix,
0: depending on what CMS they were on. Sure what sort of a host. True. And uh, other technical SEO things that we won't go into here, but let's let's let Arthur get on his soapbox.
1: Before, yeah, before I get on my rant, I wanted to add in internal links to a staging site. So a lot of the times a client will launch a site and forget to edit the internal links within the copy. They'll be linking to the development site or staging site. And it's just a poor experience for whoever clicks on it mm-hmm. and not great for SEO, obviously. Yes, but I guess if you want to call it a rant, um, essentially the one more recently was we had, it, it kind of goes, let me start again. So we had a client who wanted us to build out certain certain pages on their site. So we agreed to build out these pages and we wanted to do it the right way. So we decided to do, do it on a staging site. Um, our dev was working away for about two weeks on these pages, creating templates, adding up, adding content images, just building out the pages. In the meantime, we were unaware that the client was actually making changes on the live site at the same time. So they were up there just making copy edits, uploading blog posts and things like that. So two weeks pass. What happens is the client reaches out to their dev agency and asks them to push this live site onto staging because they didn't want to lose any of the work that they've been Mm. working on over the last two weeks. So Mm. we came in two weeks, one day later, went and had a look and all the work that we've been working on over the last two weeks was wiped. Yeah, We had no idea. We were confused, trying to figure out what happened. We thought that we broke something. Mm. And then, yeah, spoke to the dev agency and found out that they had overridden the site because there was live changes that the client would have pushed to staging. Yeah,
0: And had to basically redo all the work. And had the client chasing you up for the work and complaining
1: it was late yes yeah (laughs) which is um i don't want to get into that part but yeah definitely that was a nightmare because we were we had a deadline to get these things the the pages live mm -hmm. bottlenecks already as it were but Mm. yeah that that to me is a is a nightmare yeah so the logistics of it the you know expectation management and mm -hmm. resources involved trying to get it all set up
0: so many different stakeholders like there's there's us there's a development agency there's a client in the middle communication going from one to the other without the other being across mm. it. Uh, the easy thing there would have just been to take a backup of the live site instead of pushing it to staging to a... Uh, yes. You well, know. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Don't want to dwell on it. We well. might have suggested that if we had the chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about... There's, there's one here that I think is a little bit of a nightmare. What do you think about this one? Which one? It's a website that's been around 22 years, a 1,000 pages. No indexing rules, no canonicals. 95% of the pages are less than 100 words. So Google's already not indexing about 700 of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Most pages have Google-selected canonicals, which are pointing to non-contextual other pages on the site. Mm -hmm. All headers are duplicates, all H1 headers and and the like are, are duplicates, and internal links are pointing to, like, external urls that's, where they've plagiarized the content from you
1: stop right there that's already a nightmare <laughs> is that a nightmare <laughs> that's a nightmare yeah so google selected something. canonicals are a nightmare sometimes as well
0: yeah 700 pages not indexed because there's only 100 words on them and this client wants their website
1: <laughs> indexed. well that's a nightmare like that specific thing google selected canonicals we've had that issue with clients in the past where pages got indexed and we want another page ranking and google just won't rank it because they've selected the canonical back mm. to this page and it's just annoying yeah Mm-hmm. it's hard to get it to rank. So yeah. anyway, that whole thing sounded definitely not ideal. That was a legit nightmare. <laughs> yes. All right, let's
0: not dwell on the, the nightmares too much. We yeah. can move on to the last one. Is that the last oh, one? Second, no, number four. Second last one. This one is pretty cool. This is the one we spoke about earlier where it's how do you convince the client that SEO is more than just a one-time thing?
1: you you only love this one cuz you're the king of analogies so
0: i love analogies and this thread it was a twitter thread started by adriana stein at adriana k stein um, if you want to follow if you want to follow her yes i love my analogies and, and also testimonial videos yeah they're probably the top 2 of all things um not of all things but uh oh, <laughs> when, no, when i reckon come, they're up there and then my kids and then uh everything else um, um no i'm just joking So how do you convince a client that SEO is more than just a one-time thing? I like it because of the analogies. And also I like it because a lot of people will, when they build their site, let's say a development agency says, oh, we'll do your SEO for you. You know, and they think their SEO has been done because the developers put some title tags on for argument's sake. But there's a lot more to it than that. And there are some pretty decent analogies in there. So I'll let you read this, uh, the first one here
1: by Lyndon. I'm going to have to zoom in. You need glasses. <laughs> I do need glasses, but that's a separate topic. Lyndon N.A., Darth Autocrat. By explaining that it works kind of similar to music charts, you might have a top seller for that genre, for that day, week, month, and people may play it a lot play it a lot afterwards, but one hit wonders seldom keep the <laughs> I'm butchering this, are I? <laughs> seldom keep the money coming in a stable of tracks does.
0: And having more songs that are more popular more often tends to make more money. Oh, I
1: didn't even see those more. Like, I you, definitely need glasses, don't I?
0: It says most clients get it after that sort of analogy. You know what? I find that one a little bit difficult to follow. Mm. You have a top seller. I think someone, some of these other people did a better job.
1: Yeah. this I mean, one. The, the gym one is... A,
0: C- Christine Schauchinger. Can't even do this one. Sha-ch- Shaching, Shachinga, Shachinga, Chaching. Shaching. Anyway. Sha- yeah, that's a tough name. But... She likes to use house analogies. We love the old uh, SEO is like a house you own and paid media is like a house you rent mm-hmm. analogy. Um, her one here is, do you just build the house and let it sit for 20 years? Or do you continually have to maintain it, check it, upgrade it, etc.? Well, that's SEO. That is SEO. It is. Christine nailed it. Nailed it. And Joe, at Joe May Lee, he was in a similar vein, SEO. You buy an awesome indoor plant for 250 bucks that is said to grow healthy for the next 10 years. Do you water it only once? Your website is a plant. Take care of it often. Hashtag SEO,
1: hashtag Google ads. Oh, I thought it said Google leads. <laughs> Google leads. Wow. And you work in digital marketing. Well, I saw it. Uh, I shouldn't have said anything. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I like go- it. Google leads. Google leads. That's going to become a thing now for me. It this one, look like that. I'll let you. T- yeah, can I do the gym one? You can do that one. You can't expect results from one visit. The more you do, the better results you get. Just keep going and see the results. Very true. So we both go to the gym here, and we both know very well that it takes a lot of effort to get results uh, in the gym. So yeah.
0: I've been a hundred times. I don't have results. <laughs> so uh, yes, your your website is like a muscle, mm. and it has to be worked on. To grow, there you go.
1: SEO is like pre workout.
0: (laughs) Link building is like. Link juice is like pre workout. Link juice is your pre workout. Mm. What's your. um, I can't even think of anything else, people. What's the protein powder? What's the building blocks of your. Your technical audit
1: is your nutritional plan, your macros and everything that Mm. you.
0: Yep. Protein powder would be links and content, like the building, the solid building blocks for growth.
1: Yeah. Yep. And what's. Anyway.
0: Look, I think we're on a pretty good yeah, little uh, might, detour there. I might even use it. All right. Here's a good one. I thought this one was a pretty good one. Say you bought a car. If you want to make use of it, you need to put in gas, go to the mechanic, etc. If you don't, you'll have a pretty but useless chunk of metal in your garage. Same with your website.
1: Depends what sort of car you bought, whether or not it's pretty. Anyway. <laughs> or electric. Mm. Oh, very true. If it's an electric car, you don't need gas. But it still needs to be looked after. Definitely.
0: Ah, uh, this one's a good one by at Scene Digital. Competitors are active, so if you're not, you're four behind. Google constantly updates its guidelines, and if you want to be really pedantic, the clue is in the name: optimization. Three points,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all pretty good points.
1: That was by Scene Digital.
0: It was. I'll let you take this last one by. Uh,
1: you know I can't read very well on this laptop. Boyd Norwood from Nozzle.io. So, Boyd said, it's like running a race. If you slow down or stop, then all your competition will pass you by. Which is true. Mm -hmm. There are only 10 spots on page one, and there are plenty of other runners, webpages, that are running this race to get to the top 10 or top three. If you stop, you will lose your spot. Pretty much. That's a good one. I like that one. That's probably my favorite out of all of them.
0: And maybe if you're in position one, you're way out in front, and you slow down, and then... uh maybe even stop, have a little nap on the side of the road while the other runners are continuing at the same speed. They'll go past you, Mm -hmm. you wake up from your nap and they're way down the distance and you won't even be able to close that unless you really sprint and you're already stuffed from the the running you were doing before. So the key there is to not stop, it's to just keep going, always on, invest in it forever and build your side up instead of letting your competitors get that far ahead of you.
1: Yeah, I feel like people make that mistake they get to a certain point, and then they're happy with the results, and then they decide, "Oh, you know, I'm getting leads, I'm getting traffic, I'm getting sales. I'm going to stop SEO. Mm. I've got, I've gotten to where I want to be." And then, like you said, they fall behind. You know, mm. Mm. they might be getting results for three, four months, but month five, month six onward, they start to drop, and then you basically have to they don't have to start from scratch, but it's an uphill battle trying to, you know, get ahead of the competition because they've just been doing it for that much longer. So, yeah, yep. Arnie, Arnie actually made a. Oh, I'm going to butcher this. Maybe I should have looked up the quote, but he said it in Pumping Iron, and it was him and Louf. Uh, yeah, Lou Ferrigno. Have you watched Pumping Iron? I've okay. watched it once, maybe like ten even more years ago. So, so it was. No. It was his last Olympia, and he was competing, and Lou Ferrigno was going for the t- title of Olympia. Yeah. And Arnold basically said, you know, like maybe next year you can, you know, you'll win. But I'll still compete for. It. I'll still be training for another year. So basically, he's always got it one up him. Mm-hmm. And the point I was trying to make is, no matter how long you train, I'm always going to one up you because I'm still going to train. Yeah. So I guess similar kind of.
0: That's that's very good. That is SEO right there. Yeah, it is. The people that are consistent, dedicated, and yeah. and like have that, I guess, moat. I always like to say. Yeah. You know the the idea of a moat is that you can't get over it. Mm. The people that are really consistent with their SEO are building a moat that's exactly. very tough for your competitors to get over.
1: And he's implying you'll be stronger next week, but I'll be even stronger. Yeah, so yeah, that was a cool line. I like that. Good movie. What
0: a good little uh, <laughs> tangent we've gone on of um, analogies or metaphors. Sorry. Oh, um,
1: um, I want. We've got one more. Do we? Yeah. Soft uh, skills. Your favorite. Oh, we've got one more point. That was your favorite one at the start. Yeah, okay. Well, you've completely you know
0: forgotten about it. Let's just talk about it. This is the last one. This was a tweet by Garrett Sussman. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sus. Garrett Sussman, S-U-S-S-S-M-A-N. Sussman, I think it's pronounced. Yeah, Sussman. Um, he says, in the world of SEO, we like to insist that the fundamentals are always the same. We do. That was me saying we do. That may be true, Garrett says, but in every profession, experience allows us to see nuance behind the curtain. Things change and you need to adapt, never stop learning and question everything. And he's basically um, shared three soft skills that all successful people in SEO have in common. And I agreed with him, so I wanted to read them out. You already did. Didn't you? Not the three things. You need to adapt, never stop learning and question everything. Well, yeah, but like the way way he said it is they don't trust anyone but the data and even then they still question the data. So I agree with that. They never stop iterating. Being an SEO is like being a shark, not in the jaws, take your lunch money sort of way. Did you know some sharks need to keep moving for oxygen or they suffocate? He's saying that's what SEO is. You just got to keep iterating, testing, Strategies that used to work may not work in the future, so you've got to be across all of this stuff at all time. Competitors pop up out of nowhere and then you've got to be able to fight back, Mm. that sort of stuff. So constantly be iterating and experimenting and looking at data and adjusting and rinsing and repeating. Mm. Totally agree. And then the last one, SEOs never stop learning. They have a thirst for knowledge. Stay hungry. Keep on learning. Listen to the SEO show. That's my words, not his.
1: Oh, I thought he read that. No, but shameless plug
0: <laughs> yeah. plug to the show that you're actually listening to. But I agree with all of those three things there. So I wanted to throw it in at the end. You had a point you, were, you said before about those. Um, do you remember what it was?
1: Um, No. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think <laughs> When so. did I say it? Was it before the show? Yeah, it was really poignant and
0: it was a throwaway line. And, you know, I'm just going to have to leave everyone hanging because we're not going to remember what it Give was.
1: Give me three seconds. If I can't think of it, then we can move on. Okay, ready? Go. Mark. Okay.
0: All right. Well, on that note, we'll be back next week with another high quality episode of The SEO Show. But until then, happy SEOing. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to The SEO Show. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. It will really help the show. We'll see you in the next episode.